This is Tim Staten with Tim Stating the Obvious. What is this podcast about? It's simple. You are entitled to great leadership everywhere you go, whether it's to church, whether it's to work, whether it's at your house, you are entitled to great leadership. And so in this podcast, we take leadership principles and theories and turn them into everyday relatable and usable advice. I was taught as a young leader that you had to be competent at your job. You had to know all the ins and the outs of your profession and that it was paramount that you knew it. I had a boss that once told me, don't ever say you don't know something. Always answer the question asked of you or tell the person that you'll get back with them after you research or Google the answer. I'm finding out that if you have a low level of responsibility, then your level of competency in that area must be higher inherently. However, if you have a wide range and a higher level of responsibility, then your competency doesn't necessarily need to be. In this episode, we're going to talk about responsibility versus competency. Speaking of responsibility, have you liked and subscribed to this podcast yet? If not, take a quick moment to do that. It takes only a second. Hit that subscribe button, like button, and hit that bell icon so you can be alerted when we come out with a new show. Also, it's free. Not much in this life is free. All right, now that we're back to the show, what do I mean by the lower level of responsibility, the higher your competency needs to be, and the higher and wider range of responsibility, the lower your competency needs to be. Well, first, don't mistake your level of responsibility with level of impact. And a couple of these examples I'm going to give is a great example of that. Okay, so the first example is doctors versus admins of running a hospital. Doctors have a huge impact in their responsibility because they're taking care of people and lives and making sure people are alive. And they have a high level of competency in what they do because without them being knowledgeable about their practice and their field of study, then, well, people would be dying at a higher rate than they are now. Would you want the admin who is of the business aspect of running the hospital coming in to, you know, you're getting ready to have surgery and he's like, hey, um... I'm here to tell you about how your brain surgery is going to be. Or, hey, I'm here to tell you the results of X, Y, and Z. No, we as customers don't expect that of a hospital or healthcare. But yet, the admin running the hospital probably has no idea of how brain surgery works. They know the materials and the cost and everything that goes into it. But do they actually know how to do it? No. So, they have a low level of competency, but a high level of responsibility to make sure that the doctors are equipped with the necessary tools. While the doctors have a high level of competency to make sure that they can go out and do the things that they need to do. Let's take another example. Pastors of churches versus all the other areas and the staff of the church to keep it running. Think about this for a second. If you belong to a church and they have a audio video team, do you really want your pastor to tell that audio video team how to do their job and to make sure how the audio video works? Probably not. They're probably not going to be the best at it. Or if you have a worship team, do you want them to be telling your worship team how to sing on pitch? Probably not. You probably want somebody who has a high level of competency in that area to make sure that the, that specific function works well. The pastor knows that all that stuff needs to happen in order for the church and the service to run in accordance to the way that we assume social norms are. But that doesn't mean that he knows exactly how to sing on pitch or anything else like that. Or he knows how to run audio video. He has an idea of what it should look like and he imparts that vision. Let's take another look at another area. Military commanders versus staffs that command headquarters, right? Do you think 
that, you know, the commander of a certain organization knows how to gather intel on the enemy. He knows a general idea, but he doesn't know all the ins and outs of it unless he's, you know, of that, you know, job. Do you think that a military commander knows how to uh, do the medical readiness of everybody? Probably he knows what needs to get done, but he doesn't know the ins and outs on how it gets done. And that's why the staff is there. So the commander has the higher level of responsibility, but he doesn't necessarily have the competency level of each and every one of those. That's why he has each and every staff member to do that for him. He has to rely on them, just like CEOs of organizations. Do you think the CEOs of the organizations know how the product line is run? They know probably the general mythology methodology behind it. They know the resources into it. They know the outcomes of the key performance indicators that they have set for the organization, but the guy actually running the machine has the higher level of competency to make sure that he knows how to run that specific machine to get the most optimal output and to get the most quality product off of that line. Again, if I have a lower level of responsibility, my competency level must be higher. Also, if I have a higher level of responsibility, I have to rely more upon those that I work with for their competency levels to be higher. So why is it then that, you know, we're told at a younger age that you must be the most competent and professional person in your career field to be successful. Yet we find that CEOs of organizations seem to be the least competent people but are able to get the most results if they're good. How many times have you seen a CEO go from one organization to another organization and they're completely different career fields? You know, how many times have you seen someone go from being a top executive at a department running a department store going to be the top executive at running a tech company? It happens all the time. Well, in my opinion, it's because to be an overarching leader of an organization, you need to be competent in the human domain and the human realm, and not so much in the weeds and the details of what's going on. Strategic leadership depends on being able to see the bigger picture and move forward and to be able to push that organization forward with key performance indicators and being able to, uh, you know, tell people, hey, the, if you want to be successful, I need your competency in order to achieve that. And here's how we get after it. Great leaders use the competence of strength of others to help you to help lead the organization. All right, here's some food for thought that I found incredibly insightful. And it was from a 2010 census of the, you know, from the U.S. Census Bureau. And it said 62% of college graduates, now this is under college graduates degrees, find job matches that require degree. So if the job requires that you have a, a degree, in a specific subject or a career field, then that career field correlates uh, with that degree. However, only 27% have majors that match with the career field. And I think I find that very astonishing. And I'm pretty sure that those exact matches are probably, you know, in the medical field. If I had to guess, it didn't go into a breakdown uh, from that. It's a very small number that on that 27% only have exact matches to their career field versus the job that they're doing in their actual degree. I would say that I'm a perfect example of this too. I have a communications undergraduate degree. I do work in the communications field. However, my major, which is broadcasting and video, has nothing to do with the technical field that I work in with computers and routers and switches. Almost every other person I know falls in the same gap and it falls in the same category. This just tells you that you need to be competent at your job. If you're going to get an entry level position, yes, you must know what is going on because your level of responsibility is lower. So you're your competency must be higher.
But if you have aspirations of moving up and gaining more responsibility, then you need to be humble enough to know that at some point you're going to outgrow your level of competency. No matter how much you study, no matter how much you read, you're going to need to rely upon those that you work with to achieve results. So just think about that for a minute. You know, yes, it's important to be certified and skilled in whatever job it is that you do. But those specific career fields that may get you the high paying jobs don't have the growth in it for you to be able to make more money once you get to a certain point because your level of responsibility is still lower. So in this episode, I'm going to leave you with this thought in mind. Focus on being competent, whatever job that you have, and be the best and most professional person you can at it. However, you need to focus on the soft skills and on the human domain skills that make you a more broader leader. And I never really understood this uh, when I was you know, growing up in, in the current job. And everyone used to tell me, yeah, it's great that you're technical, you need to be more broad. And I never really understood what that really meant until recently, uh, because now I'm at a level where my responsibility is very broad. Yes, it's in a specific job field, but if you were to ask me to, you know, start up a server from scratch, I could probably do it, but it's going to take me a long time reading the manual going step by step by step. If you were to tell me to program a router and a switch, yeah, I could probably do it, but I'm going to have to pull up every single cheat sheet and do it step by step by step. And there's going to be mistakes and errors and somebody else is going to have to check on it because I am not competent in those areas. Am I knowledgeable about it? Yes, but I'm not the subject matter expert on it. Am I responsible for those things working or not working? Absolutely I am, and I'm going to have to answer for that. So you need to work on your soft skills because those soft skills are the ones that allow you to work with other people and allow you to see their other people's strengths and skills so that you can leverage that for the betterment of the organization so that they can achieve individual successes and that your organization can achieve organizational successes. You don't have to know everything. However, you do have to be a critical thinker to know the right questions to ask and how to understand people. Because if you don't know how to think critically, you're not going to know the deep questions to dig deeper into finding solutions when people run into roadblocks. Just because you are responsible for something doesn't mean you're the most competent person and recognizing who is is more important. You need to be able to have the humility to realize, you know what, I am not the best person to work this problem, but I know somebody who is, or we can find somebody who is. And that makes the difference between people who have high levels of responsibility and those who have very specific levels of responsibility. Both have important impacts. Both are very important and critical and crucial to get done. And I'm not putting one above the other. If you love doing those specialized tasks, then be the best at it and be the most competent person at it. If you like doing a whole bunch of different things and having a wide variety of responsibilities, then you need to be able to take a step back and say, you know what? Other people are better at doing this, so I'm going to let them do this, but I'm to make sure that we guide the team better to have a better result. I want to thank you for listening to today's episode of Tim Stating the Obvious, where we talked about responsibility versus competency. But before we end, I would like to ask if you could please subscribe, comment, and share this podcast with one or two people that you think might like this episode or even this actual show. Also, this is about generating a discussion. I hope 
some of you disagree with me on this so we can talk about what you think and then we can you know discuss on whether you need to be competent at all levels or you need to have high levels of competencies at all levels or do you have to have it at at different variants what are your thoughts what what is your experience how has your experience informed your thought process so i'm thankful that you stopped by and checked out this episode i really hope you enjoyed this episode and you come back for another one i'm tim staten stating the obvious (laughs) 